0: a golden smoothie from I don't even remember what the place is called, but it's on Knickerbocker.
1: But they have, um, have you
0: been to that place with me?
1: Mm-hmm. It's a turmeric smoothie. You yeah. Did.
0: With, like, black pepper and other shit. Except it wasn't really mixed well today. There's, like, chunks in it that I wasn't a fan of, but
1: It was a chunky smoothie. It was
0: chunky. They have, like, um uh, that horny goat smoothie. Do you know does what I'm have, talking about? Does it have
1: horny goat weed in it? Yeah. I want to try that. I've always wanted to try that stuff.
0: I, yeah, I wonder, like, okay, that's like, <laughs> that's like an aphrodisiac, right?
1: I think it's supposed to be like an herbal Viagra. Like, you can, you can get <laughs> Like, horny... it just gives you a boner immediately? I have, I guess if you're a horny goat... It only works on horny goats. So it's like catnip. So it would give you a boner. <laughs> it's it's like catnip. It only works on cats. <laughs> horny goat weed only works on horny goats.
0: Oh my god, dude! I would totally smoke a joint of catnip.
1: You mean a horny goat weed?
0: <laughs> horny goat weed, catnip. I would. I would try it.
1: Do you think it would be like you know? Smoking is bad for you, obviously. Yeah, smoking nicotine or uh, tobacco, cigarettes, cigars, and I mean it's bad for a number of reasons, but like obviously some things that you could smoke are less bad. Like vaping may be slightly less bad than smoking. (laughs) <laughs> we should put a
0: fucking disclaimer on this we're not medical experts so
1: do you think like you could have like a healthy alternative to tobacco by smoking horny goat weed
0: the um, surgeon general recommends maybe yeah y'all <laughs> watch there be some fucking like thing on google being like if you smoke horny goat weed you will die or yeah,
1: like spotify is gonna censor this um <laughs> Spotify is going to censor this section of our podcast because it's like spreading misinformation.
0: We've done the first three films in the Friday the 13th franchise. And now we're going to take a little break from that um, and review a movie outside of the canon. And then don't you worry for all you Jason Heads will be back next week, starting with part four. But this week, we will be doing one of me and Craig's favorite movies of all time, potentially. <laughs> Wax, Wax Work Word. from 1988.
1: Haley and I first watched this movie... And we had never heard of it before, but we first watched this movie about three months ago or something, maybe longer. And because it was just like, we went into it cold, we didn't know anything. Is that the expression? Yeah. We went in blind.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What, where's the went into it cold from?
1: I'm going in cold. (laughs) 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 I haven't warmed up yet
0: (laughs) That's what you do Instead of dipping your toe in You just go in
1: I'm going in cold baby (laughs) So we went in cold And watched Waxwork Without even looking it up On our iPhone
0: Yeah, I don't even think we watched a trailer Or anything
1: I like doing that I always try to do that But usually people that I'm with are like no, we're not just going to watch this movie about giant cockroaches without, like, some trailer or anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to see the cockroaches. <laughs> but anyways, that's not this movie. This movie has no cockroaches. <laughs> well, at least not...
0: Not to our knowledge. There might be cockroaches in the final scene, but it's so chaotic that I don't even know.
1: Like, yeah. there's,
0: there's a lot to unpack here. <clears throat> this
1: movie, Waxwork... So, you see the poster for the movie on, like, a streaming service. You see mm-hmm. the name, and you think, this is going to be a Wax Museum horror movie. Yeah. That's a thing. There's multiple ones. There's mm-hmm. House of Wax, which was remade with Pierce Hilton.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a classic.
1: Yeah, but that's an old movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I you, don't... Think,
0: you think that it's going to be, like, hot wax being poured onto someone. Or... Yeah,
1: like, Killer in the Wax Museum, the wax... Figures are actually alive and they're going to, you're going to be trapped and killed or something. Yeah.
0: This movie is so much more bizarre than that. Yeah. There's so much. Okay.
1: When we, when we (laughs) first watched this movie, I just remember Haley saying like something along the lines of, it's like an anthology movie. And I totally got what she meant because there's like many horror movies in this movie.
0: Yeah, it's very, um... Meta.
1: <laughs> Super meta. It is very meta. It's, it's, like... Yeah. I think you might have also said it's, like, a amusement park ride or something. Dude, it basically is, um,
0: one of the most fun watches ever. <laughs> it's just, like, there's just non-stop... Um, entertainment on every corner, and I think it's because, like, anytime, I guess, like, the typical viewer could be, like, maybe disengaged or whatever, there's, like, a new, completely different scene. It's, like, a bunch of different movies within the movie, so it's, like, it is always entertaining, because every, especially the first time you watch it, it's, like, you're seeing, like, completely new Worlds, worlds, like and you're completely.
1: Like, What's the next one gonna be? you're yeah. like waiting for the next to see what happens next.
0: Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, basically, like going into the background of this, um, it was written and directed by Anthony Hickox, Hickox, Hickox? H I C K O X, Hickox. Hickox.
1: Hickigs. He
0: also did. Uh, Hellraiser 3 and Warlock 2. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Um, Qu- quite a filmography.
0: And <laughs> those are the only ones in his filmography that um, just seemed familiar to me personally. But I'm I haven't
1: sh- seen either of them. I'm personally. sure we'll
0: see his other films besides like Waxwork 2, <laughs> which we should watch. Um,
1: I've never seen Hellraiser 3. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, I, I heard that every Hellraiser other than the first one is complete trash. Watched the second one not too long ago and loved it. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. So, I'm gonna have to try these other Hel- Hellraiser movies.
0: Hellraisers. Hell <laughs> yeah! Hell <Hail> yeah, brother!
1: Hellraiser <laughs> <laughs> 3? The Hellbound Heart? I actually don't even know if... <laughs> the, that
0: does sound Sounds right
1: That might be the original novel or something <laughs>
0: Um And Our our boy Anthony Uh Wrote the script for the film In three days Um Which is
1: pretty crazy It's
0: honestly wild There must have been a lot of cocaine involved In this fucking screenplay
1: Though Imagine Imagine if you had the general concept, like the wax displays, you go into it, that's mm-hmm. how you die.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess a, it sort of writes itself. If you have
1: right? that, <laughs> if you have that original concept, then you're just like, got to come up with, all right, what are the different worlds? And then you got to have the backstory. Yeah. And that movie explains it just like that. It shows you the <laughs> wax work shows you its concept pretty early on and then there's a character that just explains, explains the whole everything. thing towards
0: the end too yeah. so you're just like oh that's what i'm like do.
1: okay there's my reasoning
0: <laughs> dude this movie's so fucking sick okay waxwork we watched the first time on amazon prime but it wasn't on there anymore when we went to re it again with our roommate hannah um shout out to hannah um, so we watched it on Tubi, which if you have a Roku TV, um, that's how you can watch it, but I'm sure you could, I don't know, find it for free somewhere,
1: but, um, I think it was on Tubi and Plex.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So y'all need to get on Plex too. We'll, we'll have, we'll have to talk about Plex another time. Maybe if, um, we ever have Evan on the pod.
1: Yeah, Evan will be our Plex representative. Yeah,
0: shout out to Evan. Um, (laughs) So, we were watching, like, a kind of, like, mini documentary. Well, I was watching it, and Craig went to take a shower. (laughs) But um, there was a... So, they were, like, interviewing, like, the main actress, like, the main girl actress, um, Deborah Foreman. And the director, and they were, like, sitting next to each other, and it was, like, they had, I mean, they, like, literally did date, um, and actually had a really bad breakup. I, I, like, Googled this, because it was kind of, like, crazy how, uh, friendly they were. They were just, like, <laughs> like, she was, like, yeah, I mean, you know, like, we have a really good... Great director. He <laughs> Well, he's not that good. <laughs> and he was just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just like really weird to see them be. But this movie, like from that little documentary, looked like such a blast to work on. Like, that's I. I hope I can one day work on a set like that because it looked like a lot of fucking fun. I guess we'll just. Uh, Go in cold and get right into... Let's st- let's, let's start with with our... cold. Let's kind of, like, start with a sort of abridged version of the cast of Teens. Because there's so many... There's a lot of characters in this movie. But I think I can pinpoint, like, the important ones. And then, you know, as we're kind of going through the plot, we'll, like, say if a new character is important. But the people... The main people you want to know about are... Mark um who is like the main dude he is like a rich like kind of dude like he's like a bro kind of but like you're supposed to like him for some reason he
1: has a butler
0: yeah he has a butler named like literally Jenkins
1: Jenkins
0: like okay <laughs> just to, but the fact that this guy has a butler named Jenkins, like i feel like definitely um... definitely not
1: working class
0: <laughs> he is rich i think he has like a weird absent mother too there was like some weird scene with like her at the beginning being like i know you hate me or something i don't know it was weird but... or she was like
1: um Talking about what he was eating or something.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was just, like, rich people culture. Yeah. It was just, like, a scene in a movie. I feel like you used to see him all the time where it's just, like, let's show the main character. And, like, just to show that he's rich in his background, let's Mm -hmm. just, like, have his mom there. Yeah, and she's, like... like...
0: In pearls Crazy. and being a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. He kind of gives me um the ma- the lead from society vibes a little
1: bit. Definitely.
0: Um. It's like a rich kid that doesn't really want to be rich or something like that doesn't like fit in with being rich, but he's like rich. I don't know. Um. Then we have um, Sarah, who's um. The main girl, she's in his friend group, whatever. Um, then we have China, who is Mark's, like, kind of girlfriend, but they're... I think they're just, like, they just have, like, a, a thing, because she's definitely fucking other people. Um, then we have Tony, who is the actor that plays Bobby Briggs from Twin Peaks, um... <laughs> He's great. He's,
1: he's really good.
0: Love Tony. And love Bobby. <laughs> um, and then... So, they're not teens, for the record. They're college age. They go to... They apparently go to only one class, and it's taught by a guy a that Nazi. is a fucking <laughs> Nazi. So, oh, they literally only no. go to one class <laughs> about...
1: I think it's just ironic.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be a joke, but it's like...
1: I think, though, like... (laughs) He doesn't ever, like, sympathize with Nazis. Let's just make that clear. No,
0: I would argue that he's, like... He's kind of, like, leaning towards...
1: To me? Being,
0: like, Nazis are good. He's literally impersonating Hitler, y'all. Like, he's literally, like... Doing, like, he's doing a bit where it's it's supposed to be implied that he's, like, a Nazi, I think.
1: No, I don't think that, that's not how I took it. I thought it was just, I thought the irony was in that it's a teacher instructing a college course. And he's, like, he just happens to be teaching about, like, World War Two and fascism and Nazis. And everyone is, like, watching, like you know, just, like, shithead college kids, I guess. And mm-hmm. he just comes off as a dictator fascist because of the way he's speaking and the authoritative way he's, like, presenting the information and, like, shouting and pointing and that camera angles and everything. Yeah. It's supposed to be, like...
0: Triumph of the will is Yeah, wow.
1: <laughs> teachers are Nazis.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to talk about... Um, The other characters uh, that are not (laughs) teens. Um, We'll just list a few. There's um, a man named David Lincoln, who is the owner of a mysterious wax work. There is Sir Wilfred, who is a friend of Mark's grandfather. There is... That's it. I mean, there's like other people, but like, oh, and there's Jenkins, duh. So the film starts with like a pretty intense, uh, cold open where we see a man, a man's head be shoved in a fireplace, and um, then we see some gloved hands picking up mysterious trinkets on the desk
1: trinkets
0: and then it's and then we like i think it's like we just like see the man's like body with his like head in the fire and then like it goes to the title or whatever so
1: in the title font i'm, I'm a big fan of horror movie fonts like title screens i would say i i always notice them and look for them And this one is very good. It's cool. It's, like, it shows up red in this, like... How would you describe that font? Very, like, medieval, pointy-looking font. Mm. And then it melts into, like, stop-motion animation wax-dripping letters. Yeah. Which is really cool. It is cool. And the music's playing in the background. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, they used a lot of, um... They used a lot of, like, recognizable songs like classical songs in this movie I don't remember exactly the opening one but they do use one but they I know they use like um the swan ballet one later on but I just thought that was kind of interesting but anyways after the little cold open, um, we sort of meet our main characters Mark, China, Sarah. There's uh there's two okay. So there's Mark, China, Sarah, and Tony. I would say those are like the main four people. And then we have some like uh B list friends. Gemma and James, who, like, aren't around <laughs> until, like,
1: the Gemma. last
0: second, basically. I mean, they're around, but they, like, they pussy out of the initial, like, going to the wax work thing, and then they kind of are, like, sort of around, and then, like, eventually they end up going, like, towards the end, but they all are, like chilling and um China and Sarah ran into this man fucking David Lincoln and he was like he literally looks like fucking Willy Wonka
1: Yeah do you remember his outfit? <laughs> he's wearing like a gold sash and like a purple suit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just fucking goofy ass motherfucker <laughs> is like want to come to my wax work and they're just no, like No,
1: no, no. He talk he's like Well, hello there. Well, hello, I didn't see you there. That's how he talks. (laughs) He appears beside them running.
0: Yeah. And they... (laughs) Uh, He invites them to a midnight showing.
1: At the waxwork. At the waxwork.
0: And he's like, only bring six people.
1: No more. No
0: more. And (laughs) they're like... Yeah, that doesn't sound fucking sketchy. And it was so... They, like, turned to, like, look at each other and then, like, looked back and he was completely gone. And, like...
1: Immediately.
0: Just to to give you a reference of where he's at. They're, like, separated by a little fence and then they're, like... He's, like, at the edge of the yard of the wax.
1: Yeah, there's, like, a football like, field between him and the entrance to the waxwork. And he so just gone. disappears in an instance.
0: I thought that was so fucking funny for some reason. Um,
1: His performance is very, like, Tim Curry. In, yeah. like, uh... What is that movie? The Worst Witch? Have you ever seen bits of that? It's pretty funny. But it's very, like, Tim Curry vibe. I think that's, mm. the voice is reminds me of that. Also, yeah. um, who's the actor who plays Snape?
0: Oh, fuck.
1: He reminds me of him, too.
0: Yeah, I totally see that, what but I don't remember. Name? He's basically just like every br- great British actor. Like, he looks like a familiar actor, too. But I even looked him up and, like... I don't know. Was he
1: in anything else? I,
0: like, he was, but, like, nothing... Like, I thought it would be, like, a moment where I would see him and be like, oh, my God, he's in, like, all of these, like, very notable movies. But, like, it wasn't that type of situation.
1: Also, Snape was played by Alan Rickman.
0: Yeah. He died.
1: Yeah. Sad. Sad. So, I real quick want to see what this guy's name David Lincoln's oh. character was played by David Werner
0: <laughs> he's like don't change the first
1: he has a very like familiar look yeah you know
0: China is like yo I want to do something fun and different tonight I'm tired of doing the same old bullshit where we're just like I don't know I think um, Gemma or whatever was like, well, I don't wanna all watch a scary movie at my place? And China's like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> the fucking wax work, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So they're all like, uh sure, sounds sketchy, but fun, I guess. So they all go. Gemma and James leave. So it's only China. Sarah, Tony, and Mark go into this waxwork.
1: The door opens, and they are greeted by a little person, Butler. He, like, his voice is very squeaky, too.
0: Yeah, like, as if, um... Well, like, one of the characters literally says that he has a... Like, he has, like, a helium... Addiction. Yeah. Something which
1: (laughs) So, he opens the door. The door opens, and they're greeted by this little person, and he says, Welcome to the Vaxburg! (laughs) Just like that. And he bows. Welcome.
0: He literally, like, does... Okay, the funniest thing about this (laughs) character is that he does... Every, like... Every time he's on screen... He does like this quick bow. Like, they might have like sped it up in post or something. He does a super quick bow with a sound effect that's like,
1: whoosh! It's like <laughs> a whipping noise. So,
0: it's so imagine, weird. To
1: imagine the move, imagine yourself standing up as straight as possible, and then as quickly as you possibly can, bend at the waist, but maintain your stiffness so you just bend over at the waist as fast as possible and back up like you're waving that's what this guy does
0: (laughs) it is iconic um (laughs) that's exactly the sound um and besides him there's also like a very giant butler named junior
1: named junior yeah
0: uh, the group goes in, and they look around, and they notice that, like, all of the wax figures are sort of depicting, like, different horrific scenes. They There's... pass
1: by, like, a, a crazed, like, axe-wielding maniac. They pass by um, a vampire scene, mm-hmm. a werewolf scene.
0: They pass by um Phantom of, Phantom of, the, of the Opera. Opera. Like, the Invisible Man.
1: The Invisible Man was there. There was an alien in a cage.
0: Like, an alien monkey thing? Yeah,
1: it looked like it.
0: Um, there's, like,
1: yeah. Zombies.
0: Zombies, um, just, like, a lot of very, like, random, but, like, iconic and notable scenes. Yeah, you could
1: pick out, I'm sure you could pick out what every single one of these things was referencing
0: Mm -hmm. so they're all like looking around and tony is smoking a cigarette and he drops his lighter in one of the displays so he like kind of looks around and he's like oh well like i need to get my lighter it's fine And he, we see him walk in and he gets, like, literally transported, like, he morphs into the exhibit and disappears, and then he's, like, immediately transported into, like, a wooded area and he has, like, a fucking wig on, and he's (laughs) just, like, he's just, like, talking to himself, like, what the fuck? Because it's, like, literally as if you are, like, imagine, like, we just, like, walked downstairs from like our living room to our kitchen and we just like ended up like in a completely different like world and wearing like wigs or whatever. Yeah. It's like that like changed. So he's like I'm on like drugs. Like he's like did someone like slip acid in my drink and then he's like wait a minute, I forgot I don't drink cuz he's sober <laughs> and like they make a love point smoking. of like yeah. So He's just kind of, like, he convinces himself that he has been, like, hypnotized or something. Because he just, like, obviously there's no logical explanation for him being in the situation. um. So he, like, looks around and he sees a cabin and goes in. And there's, like, an older man there.
1: But right before... He goes in, like, he's talking to himself the entire time. It's mm. really funny. He's just like, well, what what the fuck's going on? Wow, there's a house over here. He's, like, narrating every yeah. thought in his head. He's like, do I go to the house or do I go this way? House or this way? House this way. <laughs> we'll go with the house. Like, that's literally what he says. And then he proceeds to the house. But he's like... Talking throughout the whole thing, like he's nervous. Yeah,
0: this dude is funny as fuck. Like, he's a great actor. He's it's like the same energy as Bobby from Twin yeah. Peaks. Like it just is just like a hundred and ten at all times. Like, um, yeah. So he goes in. He's like, "What's up?" Like, and the guy's like, "You need to get out of here, or whatever." Um and he's like, wow, like, rude, <laughs> or
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah. He,
0: like, was like... He's like,
1: leave now!
0: <laughs> and he's just like, wow, like, you really, like, I get stuck with, like, the one guy that's, like, an asshole or whatever. Like, why couldn't... I don't know. He just, like, was being really funny. And um, he goes out to, like, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, go get firewood or whatever. And he goes out and he's like... Wood, wood, gotta find wood. Like, he's literally...
1: He's like, why do I gotta find wood? <laughs> like, <laughs> why is he... He's just accepting that he so quickly accepted that this is it. I guess I'm gonna go in this house. This guy's acting weird. Gonna yeah. go get some wood. <laughs> like, dude. he's just like... I'd be like, no, dude, I'm not going to get wood. I'm fucking freaking out i'm in a new dimension
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i would be uh crying
1: <laughs> immediately sob. i would just
0: immediately cry especially after seeing this movie i'd be like i know exactly what this uh. is <laughs> so he comes back inside the man is um going through some transformative times he's like
1: things are whipping- getting hairy
0: He's, uh, whipping around, you're a little confused. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so goofy. Um, and eventually, uh, he is completely transformed into a giant werewolf. And our boy Tony is like, what the fuck? And he gets bitten. And then after he gets bitten, he's, like, sitting in the corner of the cabin and, like, a father and son team comes in and, like,
1: They're tries like, We're to fight- are too
0: late. Yeah. Tries to fight the werewolf and he- Okay. First, the son tries to, like, hit him with a fucking chair or whatever while his dad is, um, loading the gun with the silver bullet and he's, like, He hits him with the chair, and the fucking werewolf literally, like, it breaks on his shoulder, and the werewolf does, like, the, like, brushing, (laughs) brushing dirt off your shoulder He had to dust
1: his shoulder off. (laughs) It was
0: so funny. That
1: werewolf was like, I'm about to be badass right before I kill these fucking fools.
0: And then we get, uh, I guess, technically, our first death of the movie, which is this, uh son gets ripped in half by the werewolf
1: which was very gnarly yeah like watching this movie for the first time not the most recent time we watched it but (laughs) three months ago or whatever i was like not expecting the gore to go to that level i was like this is gonna be a light Yeah. Movie. This doesn't seem like it's going to go, like, werewolf splitting your body in (laughs) half from the head down somehow. No, I did not expect that. Yeah. It was, like, gross. And also, I remember when we were watching this, like, you know, werewolf movies, you look for a transformation scene. It's always got crazy practical Mm -hmm. effects to show someone transforming into a werewolf. There's some great ones. So whenever I see a werewolf, I'm like, looking for the transformation scene, and they don't give you one. Yeah. And we like we're like, what the fuck? They're not gonna show it. But then Mm -hmm. you get to see um,
0: Tony Tony
1: start to turn, Mm -hmm. and And then he turns back right. Well, gets shot and starts to turn back.
0: No, he just like freezes as like kind of half turned. Half knot Oh yeah. But he, we do see him start to transform and stuff, which is pretty cool. But um, yeah. Unfortunately, Tony uh gets shot in the stomach by a silver bullet, and then we, as the viewer, are transported back to the waxwork, and we see the display which now has Tony's body in it, where he like was shot and killed. So. Very interesting shit. We're like immediately like, wow, uh something nefarious is going on in this wax work. Yeah. And uh yeah, so we are about to see more shit unfold.
1: And I don't know how they wouldn't notice that right away. Yeah. Like, it was small friend, like if your friend is going into this waxwork, walking around. Like, imagine you're in a museum. They're, like, Mm -hmm. walking around. You're still kind of, like, spatially aware. Yeah. Of where they're going to be. There's also only 18 exhibits. There's only four of them. They're, like, talking to each other. Like, why not just go piece to piece or something? I don't know. Especially when you're in this, like, sketchy place and you weren't even necessarily, like told what was going on they were just like check this out it's like <laughs> it's like a stranger being like they're get like, in my van like, <laughs> he's like come to my wax work you're like, <laughs> it's oh, fun uh, here and midnight. they're like okay <laughs> so gullible so
0: weird
1: so then obviously we see the werewolf scene and i'm sad that tony was the first to go i wish like we could have had a few more scenes with him. But anyways, Tony dies in the werewolf scene. Then you see the werewolf. What do you expect to come next when you think of werewolves? Vampires. So, which character is that that goes into the vampire display?
0: Our girl China. She China. China.
1: Is checking out this vampire display. It looks like there's a Dracula type. And Long he's, hair.
0: He's hot. And she's eyes. horny.
1: She's horny for him. So, she doesn't even have an excuse for going into the fucking display. Yeah, At least watching. Tony's like, "It's just my lighter."
0: I I gotta get it so he's I like, can. Well, they're smell. not gonna care
1: if I get my lighter.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like <laughs>
0: China <laughs> just is like, I want to go. Fuck I want to fuck wax this wax figure. man. <laughs> And she's transported, she's in, like, a poofy little white dress, gothic.
1: Is immediately descending a staircase. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a pentagram above her, a skylight pentagram, like, moody, gothic atmosphere. Mm -hmm. She's descending the staircase, everything's, like, stone. And there's a huge dining table with giant chairs all around. And the guy in the display is sitting at one end of the table, and, and China you know. is going to be sitting at the other end mm-hmm. with all of the, like, kids and the wife in between.
0: Yeah. Um, fun fact, apparently Drew Barrymore, uh, is one of the vampires in this. Really? Or she at least makes a quick cameo. That's, like, one of the facts that I, like, skimmed, uh, I skimmed on, because...
1: She would be, like, relatively unknown at this yeah, point, right? 1988? I don't know.
0: I mean, she might have been like I think well,
1: nineties. It,
0: it was like it's weird. Like she maybe she was young, but it said that she was friends with the director, so she oh. couldn't have been that young.
1: Yeah, unless, I, I mean,
0: unless the director is like creepy and is friends with like fourteen year old. I mean, he's like, a director.
1: <laughs> Touche. While she's walking down the stairs, the Dracula type guy, he's like. Oh, you decided to join us. He's like, sorry, your fiancé is in the basement. He wasn't feeling too well or something.
0: Yeah, he, I and, didn't even think and he And all saying, of a sudden
1: yeah. I was like, so at least Tony gets transported and he's alone. Mm-hmm. He's, it's like he just gets like the spawn point for the werewolf world mm-hmm. is just like in the woods alone but the spawn point for the vampire world is you're walking down the stairs heading towards this fucking vampire. So she is immediately forced to interact with Mm -hmm. the vampire fan. Yeah.
0: And he, uh, like mind controls her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like like,
0: almost immediately. If you
1: stare into a vampire's eyes, they have a control, a power over you. Mm -hmm. So he's like luring her in.
0: Um, and then he, basically, she is served, like, a plate of chunks of raw meat.
1: Bloody meat.
0: Bloody meat. And then, um, the, like, butler, the vampire butler, uh, pours the quote-unquote sauce for the dish, which is very obviously just blood. And she's like eating it and shit. And they all like are just like eating it like.
1: With their hands. With their hands being really gross. Being nasty.
0: And then she's just like, okay, I don't remember if she eats all of it or if she just like throws it. So
1: what happens is she. They're like, we can't eat until you eat or whatever. (laughs) So this is like my biggest nightmare, by the way. (laughs) I hate dining. (laughs) <laughs>
0: wait like nightmare as in you're being forced to eat mystery meat
1: everyone i'm at like
0: oh yeah
1: so it's like you're at an, a formal dinner setting where you're uncomfortable or something and they're like all right eat your food and then i'm, your just, food's like, out first. And then I'm just like oh i'll wait and they're like <laughs> no, you can't wait, like, you have to eat first, eat, and we're gonna watch. And then I'd be like, uh, I don't know if I'm into this, and then I'd I'd excuse myself from the Olive Garden.
0: (laughs) Everyone in the Olive Garden is just standing and watching Craig frozen in time until he eats one breadstick.
1: When you're here, you're family. Um. But... (laughs) So, but China's wait, not wait, in wait. an olive garden. Again. So <laughs> she tries to say, be polite and be like, I don't know why this bitch is trying to be polite. But she's like, oh, no thanks. I don't like steak tartare. And he's like, ha, 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 steak tartare. <laughs> At least that's how it comes off. Basically. He, he's like, yes, steak tartare. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> So her, he's like,
0: he does do that. Basically, he's like, yeah, sure, steak tartare. <laughs> yeah, so so you know she's eating her fucking fiance.
1: Yes, and I th- I swear she like goes to take a bite and then he stops her again. He's like, I'm like, just eat it. He's like, oh, but the dish is not complete without the sauce. <laughs> And then the butler, there's lots of butlers. Yeah, there's movie. a lot of butlers. And then the butler shows up and pours this, like, bloody sauce on the on the dish. And, oh, yeah, she doesn't eat it. She, like, puts it in her mouth, pretends to chew it, and then mm-hmm. spits it in. In
0: a napkin. In
1: all these napkins. Mm-hmm.
0: And then she goes to bed, and, like, she is attacked by dracula's son and then she runs away she ends up like in the kind of like basement kitchen area where she sees her in the like this isn't her real fiance this is her like in world fiance strapped to a table and like his leg so he's like alive
1: his restrained to a table yeah
0: his leg has been like picked at like it's basically like one leg is like all the meat's been like ripped from it except while for the foot so yeah.
1: it's foot with skin on it and then <sighs> bloody bone where your like chin is mm-hmm. and then it's like the rest of his leg from the knee up yeah and it's just like they're eating him slowly but keeping him alive so the meat is like still fresh It's, like, so gross. Yeah, it's so gross. And this is, like, one of my favorite scenes I've seen in, like, any horror movie where the rat starts eating his Mm. leg. Mm. Like, he starts... So, they're looking at um, him laying on the table, and he's like, help me. He's like, untie me or something, like, talking to her. And she's like, what's going on? She's like... He's like, they're vampires. Like, they're coming... We mm-hmm. gotta leave, or something like that. He's, like, just talking to her really hurriedly, and then he starts screaming out of nowhere. you're like, what the fuck? And then it shows his leg, and there's a rat, like, chewing on his Ooh. leg. And he's oh, like, God. get him off! He's, like, screaming. And she's like, ah! And, and she's that like, scene, I'm like, my skin is crawling. I'm like, oh! oh it's so gross, It's so dude. gross.
0: Um, and then he kind of just, like, explains how to kill a vampire, which is, like, making a cross and all that fun stuff, so... And wouldn't stay through the heart. So, Chyna actually, like, shows some badassery, and she manages to kill the son and all three, like, vampire daughters, one of which including, apparently, Drew Barrymore. And um, she kills all of them. Her fiancé becomes a vampire because... Before she kills all the vampires, one of them sucks his blood.
1: So the um, interaction with the sun vampire, I would say, is pretty notable, too, because the sun comes in and then she makes a cross or whatever mm-hmm. with, like, the knives And then touches it to his forehead, and his head explodes, Oh,
0: yeah, it does. And, like,
1: splatters all Mm -hmm. over the room. Like, she, like, pushes the thing to his forehead. It burns it into his... Yeah. Does it explode? Yes, it explodes. Uh, Okay.
0: It explodes, because she gets covered in blood. That's how she gets covered in blood.
1: One of the coolest kills in the vampire scene was... One of the female vampires being pushed onto all of the champagne bottles, <gasps> and the champagne bottles oh, going through yeah. her chest and spraying champagne everywhere. Oh
0: my god, that was really so. Cool. There was
1: a champagne impalement in the vampire scene, which I would say is up there with some of the coolest kills in this movie. Yeah, um, and then she makes her way back to like the. Beginning of the vampire scene where she's coming down the stairs. She's back on the stairs again. Mm -hmm. And the final, like, vampire Dracula, Dracula. if you will, is, like, seducing her. mm -hmm. Yeah, he, like, immediately,
0: like, hypnotizes her, basically. She,
1: like, shows her neck to him and it kind of, like, falls into his arms. He, like, lays her down and basically starts drinking her blood. And 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 it's very, like sexual vampire vibes
0: yeah. and then we're like transported out of that world um and mark and sarah are like where the fuck are they <laughs> <laughs> they just are like what so yeah there's
1: like wow i guess they left without telling us <laughs> or whatever yeah <laughs> i guess they just left maybe we should leave too yeah let's just leave <laughs> So, so they like, leave. <laughs> leave the work without any more investigating. Go to school. They're like, wow, they're still not in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole scene the next day in school, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, but before well, that. Wait, wait, wait. Before that. Okay, so China like has this relationship with some like dumb jock. Nate. I don't even know his I thought name.
1: China was Mark's girlfriend. China
0: is Mark's girlfriend but he's mad at her because she's also like hooking up with other people They're very open I guess. China has a thing with some jock dude and he and China were supposed to like hang out and he's like super pissed and he I guess recalls them talking about a waxwork or whatever because he breaks into the waxwork and then comes face-to-face with um, the David Lincoln dude, and they he looks at the display that has the Phantom of the Opera.
1: He is like, oh, sweet, it's the curse of the Phantom or something. Yeah, like... <laughs> He's like, what does he say? I,
0: I, I, I don't know if they say outright, like, phantom of the opera but it's implied like he has a mask and all that shit
1: he's he's like oh that's sweet he's like being a bro and um mr david lincoln (laughs) david lincoln shows up behind him and he's like hello are you lost and the guy's like what's up dude no i'm just checking out your digs nice Curse what? of the Phantom Opera thing. It's <laughs> sick. I love the movie. And then David Lincoln's like, they made a movie of the Phantom of the Opera? And he's like,. Yeah, like five of them or something like that. And then the guy just, David Lincoln just pushes him into the display. He's yeah. like, fuck this guy. <laughs> or and is that what happens? Yeah, or is he basically. Like, now, or he's I, like, he you should have a closer look and he pushes him he
0: in. He, like It's so hard because I feel like he does say the line, why don't you take a closer look? <laughs> like, no, he says. A bunch of times. Uh,
1: he says, would you like a closer look?
0: And then he like shoves him in. And a few seconds later, we see him appear in the waxwork as, like, a figure. And he's, like... I think he's just, like, a cop or something, like, on, like... Maybe, like, the Phantom, like, beat him over the head with the... We don't see his death. Like, we don't see it actually happen, but...
1: You just see him get pushed in. And we never go with him Mm -hmm. to the world. Yeah. We are remain in our world where the waxwork is and you're just with da- David Lincoln post pushing this guy in mm-hmm. and it's like you're David Lincoln watching him appear in the mm-hmm. waxwork display. Yeah.
0: Since they're still, it, their friends are still missing. Like Mark decides he's going to go to the police cause they feel like something's fish, something fishy is up. So when he goes to, um, the, detectives he asks or he like specifically talks to um this cop named inspector
1: roberts
0: and oh, they go yeah, to I do
1: remember this scene now
0: and they go to like investigate or whatever and um i think that um and they talk to, like, David Lincoln for a little bit. And he's just like, I haven't seen anyone here unless they were breaking and entering or whatever. Like, he's, like, like playing it cool or whatever. But he almost shoves um, the cop into the display. But um, he's like, nah. And then... Um,
1: yeah, so he asks the cop would you like a closer look and he's like no dude like get your fucking hands off me bro i don't like the way you're touching me <laughs> and then they're like okay <laughs> you get you get away this time so the yeah. cop gets away
0: and then he comes back like literally like 2 seconds later with um
1: because he's back at the police station he's thinking about all these missing people he's mm-hmm. looking at the missing persons flyers and pictures and such and he's remembering he has a flashback to seeing these people's faces in the museum and he can't stop thinking about it so then he goes back to the wax work without telling his partner
0: no his partner drives him
1: oh his partner drives him to the wax work <laughs> he goes in and he's staring the dead people right in the face and he's like These have to be wax figurines. I'm going to stab one of them and take a piece of it for examination. So
0: he stabs stabs a
1: fucking switchblade into China's crusty ass face and it scrapes like wax at first and then it just snaps a piece off like a brittle piece of wax and it looks bloody. There's like musculature on the back of it. It's Mm -hmm. fucked up. It's great. He tries to, like, pierce it with his knife and place it into the examining bag. (laughs) But his hand is, like, shaking and, like, he can't get it. Like, he can't poke it. And then you can see, like, you can feel the actor just give up and just put the knife down and pick it up with his bare (laughs) hand and put it in the bag. And I'm just, like... So funny. I'm, like, this cop is just fucking touching this dead bitch's skin. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just thought it was wax, though, but...
0: Yeah. I think he just... I I don't know. He definitely noticed something fishy with it, but he just, like, kind of gave up. He was just like, fuck it. Unfortunately, before he can do anything with this evidence, um, our boy David Lincoln pushes him into a mummy display, and we actually get transported into that world. So... The police investigator dude is now an archaeologist, and they're uncovering an ancient uh, mummy tomb or whatever. He's with an old man, a, like, young woman, and, um, like, a caricature of, like, an Egyptian man, basically, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, like, a guide, but, um... He's like, what the fuck? But then like immediately there's a like super scary mummy that's like vomiting up like black sludge and shit. And yeah. He,
1: the black sludge mm-hmm. was a good touch.
0: And um he steps on the like guide's head and it explodes. Oh, yeah. He's walking really slow. Um, and they're all, like, freaking the fuck out. So they're, like, trying- they're trapped in this tomb, and they're, like, oh my god, oh my god. Um, and the, like, older man tries to, um, tries to, like, stab him, but the, like, like, pull thing that he uses, like, gets stuck in the mummy, and then the mummy just, like- Takes him up and stabs him with the thing that's yeah, like, stabs, stabs him onto his
1: body. <laughs> Shish kebab.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, he grabs the woman and throws her into the tomb that also has a different mummy and a snake. And then he grabs the cop and throws him Into the tomb with the woman and the snake and shuts the tomb.
1: Yeah, not my favorite kill, really. Mm. But the mummy was cool.
0: Yeah, the mummy was pretty cool.
1: But that one's weird because, like, when you go back to the display, I'm assuming you don't see any of the people who were dead. Yeah. Because they're trapped. You see the mummy close the tomb on them. Mm. So they're, they're in the tomb just 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 dead.
0: Yeah. Um, so his backup, um, is like, what the fuck? And he like goes inside the waxwork and our boy junior, uh, snaps his neck. And then David gets pretty mad at him because he's like, bro, we could have like used him. (laughs) And he's like crying and shit and then David's like it's fine (laughs) (laughs) weird scene this scene
1: is so weird I love it though
0: Mark takes Sarah to the attic of his house where he keeps all of his grandfather's like weird shit basically um and uh they find like a book that sort of like, or no, it's like a newspaper detailing the murder of his grandfather, um, which we saw in the, like, cold open, um, and shows the suspect, who is David Lincoln, who's the guy that it has the waxwork or whatever, so he's like, what the fuck? And then um, they... Go to Mark's grandfather's friend, Sir Wilfred, who is a collector of all things. Like, he has, like, a fuck ton of shit, and he just, like, is, like, this... He's British, right? Like...
1: I don't know. I would say he's, like, the stereotype of, uh like, big game hunter slash the type of dude who would just, like, buy stolen African artifacts. He's, like, obsessed with just, like, pillaging other cultures for their, like, rare artifacts and shit, so he has, like, quite a hefty collection of trinkets, if you will.
0: And, um, he, after Mark sort of lays out, like, the situation, um... This dude gives us the entire backstory of like everything basically that the audience needs to know this dude provides.
1: <laughs> when Mark goes to this guy, he's explain he explains that him and Mark's father, grandfather gr- or grandfather rather were adventurers. Basically, they traveled the world collecting trinkets that's the word they use.
0: Collecting.
1: There were is not also mine. the
0: word. There were not mine. <laughs> Instead of stealing.
1: Collecting trinkets that were owned by the 18 most evil men to ever have lived. <laughs> so, I don't know why. I don't know why they want to collect these trinkets by the 18 most evil men man evil
0: things like or evil beings yeah it was yeah
1: those 18 people include a horde of zombies a family of vampires a (laughs) demonic baby (laughs) (laughs) a werewolf which i'm like that isn't the original werewolf. Like, yeah. you know, like a werewolf is like a thing. It's like a disease that's yeah, spread. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you bite someone, they turn into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why this one Well, werewolf... it's like
0: being possessed, I guess, by an evil spirit.
1: It's like being bitten by a zombie. Yeah. But it's just like, why is this the one of the most evil people that ever lived? this werewolf what about all the others (laughs) so and another one of them is marquis de Sade, who who was like a philosopher and is where the word like sadism (laughs) comes from yeah it's like pervert sexual deviancy (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah it's a rogues gallery (laughs) of universal horror monsters mixed with real life murderers and philosophers and aliens and all kinds of horror tropes so
0: so um he explains that The goal is to have all eight, basically all 18, um, evil beings need to have 18 victims in order to be re-released into the world and like walk again, basically like in real life, like to break out of like their current universes or dimensions or whatever, Um, so, and the reason why it's 18 is because 18 divided by three is six, six, six. So there's lots of like, oh yeah. And, um, this dude is like, yeah, David Lincoln made a deal with the devil and basically using like deal with devil magic and like, um, some voodoo. Vibes and making effigies and all of this shit. This is how it's all possible that he's doing this. And he needs two more victims, basically. Because he. Our boy, Sir Wilfred, tells them they need to just like burn down the wax museum before they. Two more victims get claimed in this. <clears throat> realm of evil gets unleashed upon the world. So, Mark and Sarah go back, um, and they're like, fuck, we gotta do it from, like, the inside, because, like, we don't want to, like, get arrested for arson, basically. So they go inside and, like, basically almost immediately get caught and thrown into <laughs> the exhibits. Yeah. So, first is... Mark.
1: He's thrown into a Night of the Living Dead, like George A. Romero, Night of the Living Dead type world. Everything goes black and white. The whole movie is black and white for a minute. And he's just running, and it's like the opening cemetery scene. He's just running through the cemetery. Zombies are chasing him. But <clears throat> he says, I'm just in the display. None of this is real. They have no power over me. If I don't give them power and believe in them, then they can't hurt me. (laughs) And then he, like, yells at this horde of zombies and they stop, like, (laughs) coming towards them and, like, kind of scratch their head, confused. (laughs) And he's like, and here's the exit. I'm jumping out. (laughs) And he, like, jumps out of the world and back into the waxwork room, right? Mm -hmm. And then they're all just like, fuck, he got out. (laughs) Like, the junior and... Uh, the little person and David, <laughs> David, that ragtag crew. They're just like fuck, <laughs> and
0: they they all he jumps into. Um, <clears throat> so Sarah was pushed into the Marquis de Sade world, and uh, lucky her, yeah. Um, and <laughs> she becomes completely enraptured in the world. Basically, she is going to be whipped. So, to death. Um,
1: it seems like there's a human trafficking situation. situation. Yeah. I don't know, like, any of you Marky de Sad, like, Stands. biographers, <laughs> like, at-home biographers, let us know, like, was his life like this? Because the way they're presenting this is, like, um, he is presenting a king With, like, prostitutes that he's going to torture and sell to the king as, like, sex slaves. Yeah. So he's, like, got this harem of women who are jealous that our girl Sarah is the one who gets to get whipped. To death. (laughs) To death. (laughs) And she's, like, screaming, but then asks for more. Yeah,
0: she's, like, into it. It's very weird. Um,
1: whip daddy. Not King Shaman,
0: but, you whip know. Whip daddy. <laughs> um, so, Mark comes to ruin the fucking party for everyone. Yeah, she,
1: <laughs> yeah, she's, like, what does he say? She had an orgasm at the end of a whip? Yeah. <laughs> so, so Sarah just got done having an she's orgasm at the end sweaty. of She's super sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, fine with this, honestly. She's yeah. totally fine. Like... <laughs> she does not but even she's probably
0: anything. like possessed <laughs> so, that's probably why but
1: so, <laughs> so Mark shows up and he's like Sarah you gotta come with me or whatever and, and she's like, and she's no! like <laughs> clutching Marquis de Sade's leg and is like I'm not going with him don't let him take me and <laughs> and Mark is just like what the fuck <laughs> damn bitch (laughs) like i didn't know you were that much of a freak
0: i don't even remember what he says to like i think he just is like it's not real you need to leave you're possessed and she's like oh (laughs) and then they're like yeah we can leave whatever and marquis decides like i'll I'll remember this and I'll get my revenge or whatever. And Mark's just like, I fuck off.
1: Bye. Peace. (laughs) They jump out.
0: And then, um, they jump out and they immediately get caught. And, um, I think they just get like restrained or whatever because their friends, uh, Gemma and fucking James, are in the waxwork and they end up going into the displays and they like immediately die, which completes the full cycle of all 18 victims that unleash the 18 monsters. So we start to see all of, all of the monsters and all of the victims, um, weirdly come to life and the victims are on like the monsters side so there's, like, a fuck-ton of monsters and dead people and, like, people turned into aliens and, like, weird grandmas and babies. It's, like, a, just a fuck-ton of random evil beings.
1: Conveniently, right at that moment, what's his name? <laughs> Sir Wilfred. Sir Wilfred, the wheelchair-bound adventurer... Who has just come out of retirement with his band of geriatric <laughs> soldiers?
0: Yeah, there's like maybe 40 like s- old it lo- men.
1: It looks like these guys just like left a Civil War reenactment and like brought their muskets to this fucking <laughs> waxwork to go to all out war with 18 of the most. Eighteen of the most evil beings.
0: There's more than eighteen. When there's like two (laughs) hundred fucking villains.
1: There's like two hundred Y'all.
0: This last scene is so chaotic. It's war.
1: If you've ever seen that movie Mother it's like that scene. It's like war yeah, inside a house. <laughs> like, that's
0: so true.
1: That's what this looks like. It's like a bunch of, pe- like, bombs going off, fucking, like, grenades yeah. and, and, like, oh stabbing.
0: God. Okay, the, we have to talk about the fucking, like, one of the fucking old people grabs this, like, weird demonic baby, throws him against, like, a cage or something, and then someone else, like, either throws an explosive or thr- or shoots it, and it explodes into a million pieces. Do you remember that? Yes. It's so and, funny. Uh, either
1: immediately before or immediately after that, one of the other, like, old dudes grabs a fucking bat out of the air. It's like a vampire. Grabs the fucking bat with his bare hand and holds a gun to the bat's head and just shoots the fucking bat in the head Square like the bat <laughs> explodes
0: like they have to fight their friends um well i don't think we really see them fight um tony but um mark has to fight china who's like a vampire now and he kills her
1: like immediately without yeah. hesitation yeah, and he's like, it's just like He's like, take that, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, damn. damn. I, th- I guess that's <laughs> a fresh that... <laughs> wound from uh, <laughs> is... <laughs> her cheating on you or whatever. Yeah. Did she even know you guys were dating? Damn, Mark. <laughs>
0: dude, Mark is, uh, Mark might be public enemy number one.
1: <laughs> Mark has issues. <laughs> he's got issues, dude.
0: Yeah, Jenkins he saves saves Mark but
1: dies mm-hmm. in the process, like mm-hmm. gets stabbed. And... Jenkins, the butler, his dying words are, um well, he says, we've got battles to win. And then he says, give my love to the missus. Get those bastards.
0: <laughs> Rip to <the> Jenkins. <laughs>
1: Jenkins.
0: Even as he's... Do you think he was laying the pipe with Mark's mom?
1: Hell yeah. Deaf.
0: So, Marquis de Sade and Mark start having, like, a... Is it jousting?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, not jousting.
0: Fencing match.
1: They're dueling with long, skinny swords.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mark is um, not doing very great. He (laughs) Um,
1: keeps getting his sword knocked out of his hand, and then Marquis de Sade grabs it and then gives it back to him. (laughs) That's (laughs) the
0: thing I never get with those, like... It's like, why are you, like, being a, I don't know, like, why is there rules like that? I should, it just, do, it doesn't seem like any of the other monsters are really, like, playing by the rules the rules. No, of he just,
1: world. no, it's not like that. He just wants to best Mark. Because yeah. Mark came in and, like, humiliated Marquis de Sade in front of his bitches or whatever. Yeah. So, Mark shows up, he's like, he's not real, he can't even hurt us. And then they <laughs> jump out. Of the display. And Mar- Marquis de side is like, I'm going to fucking remember this, you little bitch. I'm going to humiliate you. And then, so Marquis decide comes to life, and he's in the waxwork. He's fucking public enemy number one, Mark. On he's, site. He's looking for that bitch because he knows it's about to be on site the second he sees him. And not only is he going to kill you, he's going to make you feel like a pussy bitch. Right before you die.
0: And that he does. And then he's going to steal your girl. (laughs) But, well, he does make Mark feel like a pussy bitch, which is not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, our girl Sarah comes to the rescue and uh, kills Marquis de Sade with an axe. Uh, therefore solidifying the fact that Sarah will never have an orgasm again.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) He was shocked
1: though when it was Sarah that killed him.
0: Yeah, he was like, girl. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Um, but uh, Mark and Sarah's uh, joyful reunion is short-lived because Lincoln arrives with a gun and he's like, I'm just going to kill y'all. That he doesn't know how
1: to use very well. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, okay. But what happens is that he's, like, about to shoot them and kill them. And our boy, Sir Wilson, somehow, what does he use to kill?
1: He harpoon, he either uses a um.
0: He gets shot. Crossbow.
1: Either uses a crossbow or a harpoon or something. No, and shoots.
0: he just he just uses a gun. It says. Really? Yeah. For okay, some reason, well, it felt like more badass. He shoots badass. David
1: Lincoln like in the arm or the neck.
0: No, like he shoots him like it's like a it's like a kill shot, but.
1: And the gun is just it's an automatic gun that David Lincoln is holding, and he's about to start shooting them, and he gets shot. And then Finger on the Trigger is just spraying bullets all over the room, and they're, like, dodging the bullets, and it's slow-mo for a second. And then David Lincoln just dies. Well, he falls into the wax pit, molten wax pit, in the basement of the waxwork.
0: Mm-hmm. Unfo- and- oh, wait. Unfortunately, um, our boy, Sir Wilson, his head is ripped off of his body. From by from
1: behind by a m- by mob. a we're,
0: but no by a werewolf
1: oh by a werewolf damn so
0: tough stuff for our boy uh Sir Wilson
1: tough stuff it was
0: pretty shit it was like a pretty good uh kill
1: <laughs> yeah his head got pulled away <laughs> just
0: like literally as if it was like a fucking uh piece of paper or something but
1: also um David Lincoln what I was gonna say was. He gets drowned, and you think he's dead, and then he springs back up from the molten wax and says, grabs Mark and he's like, "Would you like a closer look?" And then dies. Oh my again.
0: god! Which was so cheesy. So but, cheesy. But it's um, supposed to
1: be his like badass moment, no, but it's, it's like so bad, it's so cheesy, and like. His skin is kind of, like, waxy and got, like, nasty, like, burn-looking shit on it, but Mm -hmm. it's not really that... Yeah. It's not, like, as gross as you would expect it to be. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, so, you know, after that, Mark and Sarah managed to burn down... Um, the Wax Museum. And I guess they're the only survivors of this event. I guess all of those old men die um, because we don't see anyone else leaving. So um, hard rip to the like 40 to 50 elderly men whose families are probably devastated.
1: I guess at least um, they were old.
0: Yeah, true. They lived. They lived. Um,
1: they lived a little.
0: Yeah. So, um, as Mark and Sarah leave, we notice one of the... Oh, fuck. Well, it doesn't really matter that I'm saying this out of order, but when Mark was in the, like, um, zombie world, he cut off the hands of, like, one of the zombies And accidentally, somehow it got, like, oh, I guess it just got, like, brought in when, like, all of the, like, um, evil spirits were being released. Like, the hand, the disembodied hand, for some reason, was included in that ragtag bunch. And, um, it was just crawling in the grass, like, so it's, like, noted that... The like one waxwork, like evil spirit is still out there. So it was like a zombie hand, yeah, right? a zombie hand. So, um, yeah, so and the rest is probably laid out in Waxwork too, which maybe we'll watch one day. Which but... we
1: watched the trailer for, it yeah. looks fucking insane.
0: The trailer was a lot to take in, honestly. <laughs> Um, I honestly kind of want to fucking watch it now Yeah, we uh, should Yeah, we probably will We can go into the kills But not, I feel like it's sort of different Because this is the first, like, not really slasher movie that we're reviewing It's more like
1: It's it's a movie unlike any other movie Yeah
0: There's a lot that Mm -hmm. goes on So I guess, like, instead of just, like, re- naming every, like, person who died, basically. Because, like, a a lot of the deaths you don't really see on screen anyways. And honestly, my favorite kills are the ones that, like, don't involve, like, the main characters, really.
1: Yeah, same. A few of my favorites are the werewolf splitting the head in half was brutal. The... Witch getting shoved onto the champagne bottles and them exploding through her chest. I liked that one a lot. I liked the demonic baby and the bat. <laughs> Those were both really funny <laughs> and back-to-back. We'll just call that tiny creatures getting their heads exploded scene. <laughs> so that one was good. Um, Mommy... Crunching on head was good. I think of those, my favorite kill is probably the werewolf head rip. Mm -hmm. Because it just came... Like, it was the first one that was, like, that graphic. Other than the opening sequence where the guy's head gets thrown into the fireplace. Oh, yeah. The werewolf scene is the first kill in, like, present day in the movie. Not a flashback. And the amount of gore was shocking and the whole scene was just shocking. That's when the movie like, it's like, all right, this is, this movie's picking up. Now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I would, those are all like really great. Um I think my favorite kill would either be the vampire dude's head exploding This wasn't really a kill, but I just, like, loved the fiancé in the vampire scene and, like, his gore and shit. It was super brutal. yeah. Um, and I guess he did eventually die, but we don't see him die. But, like, you know, it's implied. Um, so that was good. And then, I don't know, I think, honestly, my favorite death was within the like crazy battle scene there was like so many fucking good ones it's like really really chaotic um but got to got to give it up for uh sir wilson getting his head ripped off by a <laughs> werewolf just like boop. <laughs> like
1: that was your with favorite
0: such ease yeah cuz it was sort i mean also it just was like weirdly Funny doll. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: what would you say is your favorite world that we go into in the movie?
0: That we go into. Um, I I think I gotta give it up for the uh, vampire display. Honestly, it what I like really liked the costumes and like the. St- the style and cinematography and, like, I mean, I just like vampires in general. Like, there's something, like, sexy and, like, weird about it. Um, and I also liked the character China a lot. Um, and I liked, like, the reveal of the fiancé and just the setting in general of that world was, like, really cool. Um, and there's, like, some gross... There's some, like, gross-out shit there, like the raw meat and the fiancé's leg and the rat and stuff. So I would say that that was my favorite um, world-slash-scene that we were transported into. Uh, What would you say was yours?
1: That's a really great one. I would... I want to say that my favorite one was the Night of the Living Dead one, just because I like that that one, they changed... The film from color to black and white. Yeah, so, in case it wasn't already obvious, like, when the character steps into the world, the in- it's like you're watching an entirely different movie. Mm-hmm. So, by the time you get to the Night of the Living Dead scene, it's, like, that much more apparent because they change the color of the film. Like, <laughs> they change it from color film to black and white. So, It was a cool, like, throwback to Night of the Living Dead because it's so distinct that that movie was, like, black and white horror. Um, also, like, zombies Mm -hmm. in general, even though that's such a short sequence. Yeah. I would say a runner-up would probably be the werewolf one.
0: Yeah, that's a great scene, too. I've
1: just been into werewolves lately. Yeah. Ever since I watched Silver Bullet recently.
0: Yeah, we need to watch... uh, I really want to watch... Isn't Ginger Snaps a werewolf movie?
1: Yeah, that's like a 90s werewolf movie. Maybe
0: we can watch that after this. Um, But... uh, What would you say would be a world or a character that you wish the film explored more? Um, Because there is, like, obviously, like, we only see what, like, zombie decide werewolf vampire we only see four of the 18 world. oh wait and mummy we only see five of the and phantom of the opera but we don't even really see that you don't
1: go in that world yeah
0: so let's just say five we see like the full world um out of 18 so what would be the one that you would like to be transported into not that you would like to be transported into to become a victim, but would have liked to see or maybe become a victim too. I don't know. Open I, for interpretation.
1: I'm most curious about what you keep referring to as a monkey <laughs> and I keep referring to as an alien baby. Cause there's this one like uh shot of a like scary looking grey E T looking motherfucker in a trapped in a cage and i don't know what they're
0: circus vibes like the guy that's it the guy that's the victim is like dressed in a ringleader outfit basically
1: anyways it's like a chupacabra or something maybe maybe it's not even an alien maybe Mm. it's the chupacabra (laughs) but i want to see that thing I want to see that thing, and there was also, I don't know if it was Frankenstein or what, but there was, like, a big, tall guy that looked, like, also gray. (laughs) Did Um, you notice any other standout ones? Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. wait! I gotta give shouts out to Demonic Baby, too. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, Uh, like, whatever... The... It was, like, a weird combo. It was, like, this demonic baby on, like, a grandma, but, like, not a grandma.
1: Was it, like, a nun?
0: Something weird as... Like, it was just, like, a basically... <sighs> I just want to know what those two are all about, basically. I just, like, need to know more about that. Um, And then, I guess, a runner-up... Um, I would have liked to see, like, I don't know, definitely one of the more, like, oh, like a, a scarier one. Like, the baby one is just, like, because I we were both very tickled by it, and I feel like it would have been a funny one. But I would have liked to see, like, a Frankenstein. Or like Frankenstein's yeah. monster type thing or like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe an axe, the axe murder, but I don't know. Something like scary, scary, like.
1: The Marquis de Sade just seems like such a weird choice. It was so uh, weird. Like, though. why is this out of all of the different scary worlds you could show? Why are you showing this Zorro motherfucker, Antonio Banderas looking motherfucker, like whipping a bitch?
0: Yeah, it was, it was a choice, especially, I mean, like, this is the thing, like, me and Craig don't know that much about Marquis de Sade, like, other than a quick Wikipedia search, but, like, there's nothing about it stating, like, facts that, like, he was, like, a sex trafficking uh, murderer that would, like, murder sex workers and shit with whips. Ugh. So, I think it just was, like...
1: He was, he like, just a was like, a philosopher. Yeah,
0: he was, like, a sex... He, he liked talked about sex and shit. And, like, anal sex and...
1: Taboo. Taboo, like, yeah. Sadism. Whipping, like, pleasure out of pain and shit. But... And eating excrement. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but all things that, you know, you know, like we're just not kinky. kink we're not kink shaming here. But hey. if if someone knows something about Marquis de Sade that we don't know, like please tell us, but I mean, it was just weird. By
1: today's standards, we could be in the top 18 most evil <laughs> beings. <laughs>
0: I we know you all want to be transported into what would me and your uh Realm look like? Our realm
1: would be like. Our realm would be like we're watching a movie with you and you're like trying to pay attention, <laughs> but every five minutes we keep like referencing one character that didn't even matter that much to the plot and like one line that they said. And you die. Over and over again. <laughs> and then later when like it's time to talk about the movie when the movie's not playing, we can't remember any of the important parts of the plot.
0: (laughs) And then you die. (laughs) Yeah. I would, uh, I think that's very good. I would also say that maybe our world is like, um, (laughs) you're like transported as a Fortnite character. And me and you are playing Fortnite, and we're, like, we kill you in the video game. So you do- <laughs>
1: So... <laughs>
0: and then, like, the wax display will just be, like, me and Craig on the couch, like, hunchbacked, <laughs> like, <laughs> staring at the screen <laughs> with, like, number one of victory royale, <laughs> like, on the TV. So the rating system we're going to use today is, um trinkets and it's gonna be 18 trinkets of the most <laughs> d-
1: evil evil being
0: beings from history <laughs> from history I might give this one a <gasps> I think I'll I'll give it um I think I might I, I don't know I think I might give it 18.
1: 18 out of 18 trinkets. Yeah. yeah. Are you shitting me? That's a yeah, perfect dude. movie. I
0: know. <laughs> Y'all, I am not kidding you. This movie has everything. It has everything you could ever need, honestly. I as a, you know, as someone that loves movies and absolutely loves when movies are fucking like meta as fuck. Um, like, self-referential like, sort of like, and this was like a goofy movie, but it also had like, really good kills and gore and like, the plot was very bizarre and weird and kind of didn't make sense but also they did do a good job of like, kind of tying it all in a neat little bow for you, so, yeah I'm gonna give this 18 coins my world is
1: 18 coins?
0: trinkets. They're coins though. Oh, thank
1: god. No. They're trinkets.
0: They're tr- <laughs> okay, 18 trinkets. Um so my world is now entirely overrun by demonic baby and
1: Yeah, you completed it. I completed it. You got all 18 trinkets. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to give it 18 trinkets, but I do love this movie. I feel like I could watch this movie like an unlimited amount of times and not get tired of it. So I'm going to give it 15 trinkets out of 18 trinkets.
0: Okay. So
1: almost perfect.
0: Yeah. What would you say uh, this movie needs to. <coughs> what would you say are like the.
1: So. Faults. It would be cooler if different worlds were explored and more in depth. I don't necessarily think that Marquis de Sade was the best person to have as being, like, a main villain. It's like, Marquis de Sade is the main villain of the, like... Yeah. 18 trinkets Mm -hmm. (laughs) killers, (laughs) let's call them. You know, he's, like, the one who you come back to. Mm -hmm. There's, like, two characters directly involved with him, you know, Mm -hmm. like the... Sarah is, like, drawn to him, and then Mark and him have beef. So, I would probably just take him out completely. Even though I love that actor, he was good in the movie, and the whole, like, sexy whipping thing was cool, but, like, I think all of that could have been achieved. Like, get the sexiness out of the way with the Dracula shit, and then just have, like, one of them be off-the-wall bat crazy, yeah. like the alien baby, or demonic baby, mm-hmm. or... There's, like,
0: a weird plant uh, thing going on. Yeah, like, yeah, there's killer a lot. plant. Yeah, there's a lot that could have been exploring. So,
1: I think, yeah, I just... I mean, it's not a big deal, but I'll, I'll knock off a few points for that. Yeah. I, I think it is... I think it could be improved upon, maybe in Waxwork too.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to, uh, you know, let y'all know how... That viewing goes, um, I do know that, uh, the actress that plays Sarah, um, and the director had a pretty nasty breakup, uh, so she, that is why she's not in Waxwork too.
1: We've done the first three Friday the 13th episodes. We're going in order through the whole, series including the remake and freddy versus jason so the format as of right now is going to be we're going to do three a set of three episodes and then have a little break and do a movie outside of the franchise such as wax waxwork who knows what the next one will be maybe another slasher maybe something completely unexpected you'll have to see but For the next three movies, we're going to be doing Friday the 13th Part 4, and that is the final chapter. Then we're going to be doing, yeah, Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter, sure. (laughs) (coughs) Then we're going to be doing Friday the 13th Part 5, which is A New Beginning, and that's one I haven't seen before, Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to see that. It's very divisive. Apparently he has a copycat killer instead of Jason because, you know, he died, remember?
0: Final ja- chapter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we'll be talking about Friday the 13th, <laughs> part six, Jason Lives, which might just be one of my favorite Friday the 13th movies.
0: And it might just be one of my favorite Friday the 13th movies as well.
1: And then we'll have a break and so on. We'll do... Yeah. Until all the end. All of them until they're done. And then that'll be the end of this season of Murders for a Gallon of Popcorn.
0: hmm And then we'll, you know, probably record more, but, like, in bulk so that we don't have to <laughs> fucking stress out about recording this every week <laughs> and editing it. But y'all don't need to know about that. <coughs> so, all right, y'all. Well, that's it that we have for now. Um... Highly encourage this watch. Please watch it. Please watch Waxwork. It's so good. Bye.
1: Bye.